Hello, everybody. Welcome to Expression Pass here on Boss Rush Network. I'm your host, the Enlightened Society ADV. Joining me is the doc himself from Crossroads, the one, the only, <laughs> Mr. Austin <laughs> Campbell. Hello, good sir. And I am very excited to be doing this with you. I I, I love podcasting with you. I don't, I don't get to podcast with you very often. I'm very excited. I'm very uh, excited. I miss all you guys on Crossroads. You, Leron, Chris. Uh, shout out to I Nelly know. also. Uh, you know, uh, man. So, but when you guys hear this one, we missed a week of Nintendo Power Block, and I was just, I had everything ready to go. But mm-hmm. we took an extra break, and I was just like, man, I miss podcasting. I'm so glad to be okay. back doing it. Uh, but we have yeah. a really good topic, and I, me and Austin, we're going to talk more uh, uh, about this topic later on in the future. But I kind of want to, I presented him with this question. And, you know, me and you both got a religious background. I'm still in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you you are i think you you kind of in a church i think or yeah yeah, yeah i still go to church mm-hmm. okay. i i uh i attended a non-denominational church i would think that would be the best way to describe it oh that's fine <laughs> so, yeah yeah so um and i kind of uh presented this question to, uh to austin to be like does religion play a part in moral choices when you're playing a video game? So when you're doing stuff in Mass Effect or even Grand Theft Auto or anything, the moral mm-hmm. choices that you make in it, do you think your religion allows you to play it? Now, a lot of people say, well, you are shooting aliens and real humans and beating prostitutes and doing all of this <laughs> sinful stuff in it. But I think yeah. when it comes to making a moral choice, when you have to make a decision where the game forces mm-hmm. you to do that, do you sometimes feel like your religion plays a part of it? So, um, yeah. L- l- let's this is start... a great topic, Ed. This is a great topic. <laughs> yes. You well... sprung this on me, and now I'm all excited about it. I'm <laughs> super excited to get into this. <laughs> so, I kind of want to, I, I kind of, and, and you know, that's kind of the topic uh, religion playing a part in moral choices. That's kind of the topic. Um, I kind of want to ask you, Austin, before we get into that. Um, how do you look at religion? Well, religion, I think, is to is a different thing than what I personally believe in, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and this is going to sound like very corny Christian stuff, so get strapped in, folks, because it's going to get really corny. But I, I consider my religion not really a religion, because religion to me is like a bunch of rules that you follow – and you you do the same thing you you're you're strict you go to church and you say this prayer and you do these different things where as i see god more as a relationship and having kind of just like that that forgiveness that he gives you and you learning to try to be better and to treat other people better and and to forgive people like you've been forgiven so that that to me is a little different. When I hear religion, I mean religion could be anything. I mean yes. anything's a religion at this point. So, but I think religion boils down to a set of beliefs that you live your life by. And some people don't have any, and they and they and they live their life by what they find to be their moral choices. But even those moral choices, they everyone has a code. Everyone yes. has a set of rules they set themselves up for and i think that could really just be your religion at any point you just may not have a specific name for it so 
which is why I think it makes a big impact on how you make the uh, decisions in games. Honestly. Yeah. And I think when, you know, when I look at religion, you know, of course it's having that relationship with God um, because as I'm a Christian, you know, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, and th- there are other things uh, pr- attached to it um, and, you know, certain beliefs and, and things. But it's kind of sometimes what you interpret it to be, you know, um, how you see your your relationship with God. Is it growing? Is it falling apart? Uh, you mentioned forgiveness, that being a really big thing and mm-hmm. also loving. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people who jump on Christians or and stuff is that we're seen as one particular thing, even though there's many. You know, if one Christian faith or one faith or religion does something, we sometimes get categorized as that, as part of that. So it be forms mm-hmm. a stereotype, and it's really not that because you know you really can be mm-hmm. a Christian and truly just love and respect people and mm-hmm. have some kind of friendship or relationship with them and, and treat them as nice, treat them as a neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. love thy neighbor and everything. And, you know, that's kind of important. You know, we I, I, some people say they like to play around with the Ten Commandments. And that is true. Christians, some mm-hmm. a lot of Christians like to play around with the Ten Commandments. So when it comes to video games, you know, playing these fictional worlds, we don't think about religion. But when it comes to our moral choices, we do have a kind of belief because the thing about it is we want to be good. You know, our in video games is that you're trying to do a good thing to whether it's save a princess, save the world, trying to do some kind of good thing to reward some form of oh, not reward, should, to bring some form of peace, you know, mm-hmm. to bring some kind of revelation that there is this truth, this understanding that the problem that was uh, that was designed is fixed. You know, and sometimes it doesn't always go that route and everything. So when I look at when I play when I played Mass Effect, when I first started, even even in Infamous, when I played them, I always went to the good good thing about this. And regardless Mm -hmm. of I if it felt like betrayal or some things, if the outcomes wasn't right because of my good decisions, I kind of feel good because I feel morty that I did the right thing. And Mm -hmm. in religion, sometimes you want to do the right thing, even though sometimes it may come off as being wrong. Yeah. Well, and and that's the crazy thing. So like with Mass Effect, there are are different decisions that come down to like what is morally good and what you think is justified two totally different things sometimes because you'll be like this guy has got to die he's doing terrible stuff he wronged me or he wronged whoever i'm friends with and so this guy's got to go this guy's got to go and then mass effect's so good about that to where there's consequences for you doing taking action into your own hands for for taking it too far for not handling it the right way you know um mass effect is one of those games where moral choice really like shines because everything's kind of convoluted you can't it's not an easy good option bad option 
Yes. You know, that's why I like uh, Fallout. Fallout's another one where there's sometimes where you think you're making the good choice and then your character like totally does something opposite. You're like, wait a minute, that's not what I wanted to do at all. I didn't want to do that, you know, and you might cross the wrong people that you wanted to be friends with. So Mass Effect is one of those ones where it just, you know, it really like it. And this and for me, it's not like I don't when I play Mass Effect. And I come to a moral choice. I don't instantly go, hmm, I should go to the Bible and read and, and, and figure out what I should answer here. I just think, what would I do? And then, you know, for me, um, when I played Mass Effect, I really wasn't. I was Christian, but I didn't really have the same relationship that I do now. I was yes. very passive about it. I didn't really care about it. Um, but. So that was when I did play Mass Effect, which is why I'm excited to play the Legendary Collection real soon, where I can play through it again and see like what I would make choices now. Because now when I play games, I like take all the stuff in, or I take how my choices in, and then I go read and then try to figure out like, did I make the right choices or how would I handle that situation? Now, these are all fictional worlds. <laughs> it's all like <laughs> impossible scenarios, you know. Um, in a lot of these games, God wouldn't exist because it's like it's like if if God existed, this and like <laughs> like I played Doom Eternal. This is a weird world for God to exist in. If it's, <laughs> if you know there's you know demons and everything all around. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm I'm excited to play that game again just to figure out how I would make different changes now. Like, and who would I romance? That's another thing. Like, that's you know morally. You should wait for marriage and do all that's like how the Bible says. But when I was a teenager, I, I didn't care. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting with Tally. That was my girl was Tally. I love <laughs> I loved it. I was loyal, too, because in Mass Effect 1, you could not romance her. And I said, no, I will wait in Mass Effect 2 because it was already out when I played it. So Mass Effect 2, they said you could romance her. I was like, I will wait for her then. I will romance her in Mass Effect 2. So, um <laughs> And you know what? It kind of felt like the game was designed for that to happen with your character. Yeah. You know, there's something very Princess Peach slash Toadstool about her. Oh, if you yeah. look at it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think with Mass, I think it's Mass Effect One. Yeah, Mass Effect One. There is this alien who is just like out there preaching and everything, and you know mm-hmm. he doesn't have the permit, and you get to interact with that because I think mm-hmm. with when we think of religion and moral choices and religion you know we're doing a good deed because our like we said earlier our relationship with god you know trying to get to heaven is our goal um but when it comes to video games and moral choices it's part of the narrative and those are, in a way are kind of two separate things because you are not if when you're in religion you're not living a fictional life this is real world stuff that's going on mm-hmm. when you're playing a video game it's a yes it is a fictional world but the narrative is what you're creating and you're drawing from so those consequences mm-hmm. affect that, that narrative you know um even even when we look there's a game called uh i think it's xenogears that was on mm-hmm. PlayStation 1. And there is uh, some imagery in it where these rabbits are on the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
when you you as a Christian, you don't know that, but you love role playing games. When you see that, you be like, uh, this is huh? Because I think in the American version mm-hmm. they took it out, but in Japan they still have it because religion there is seen different, you yeah. know. Um, and it's just it's I I didn't know this until I read it in the EGM when it was talking about uh, censorship and gangs, and that part got censored in it because you know. Mm-hmm. It was the, I think it was the April edition, and it was just like, this is connection to Easter, the crucifixion. And of course, America in the 90s or even early 2000s, are, you know, were really kind of like, you got to be on your P's and Q's about this. We don't mm-hmm. want kids stuff seen in their thing. But you, now you look at it, you just be like, wow, I can't believe they did this and everything. Um, but there is a particular game <laughs> that I kind of that I kind of want to ask it because me and you we we talked about it and that's resistance. Um, okay. And, and resistance one, there is a part where you're fighting in a church mm-hmm. through that level. Like, what did you think about that? Just be like, I can't believe they put this in a video game that I'm fighting aliens in a church. You know, that, that's an interesting thing to me. I, it honestly didn't bother me because, for one, Call of Duties had multiple uh, uh, levels inside churches as well. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you've seen on Vanguard, there's a big thing going on where uh, pages of the Quran, which, you know, which is the Bible for Islam. Um, I don't know if it's the Bible, but it's their book in Islam. And there's torn pages on the battleground. And they, you know, Call of Duty, they were saying it was for like inclusion and stuff, but there was, you know, Islamic people who took it, you know, who took it uh, poorly, like they didn't like it and stuff like that. So um, it doesn't bother me. I don't know if you've watched, (laughs) I don't know if you watched Kingsman. Have you ever watched that movie, Kingsman? The Kingsman? Uh, I think so, yes. I think I have watched it. The first one? Do you remember the church scene? Okay, so like. The Westboro Baptist like church deal where it's like that didn't bother me necessarily because I understood why it was in the story. It made sense why it was in the story. These are um, church people. <laughs> put that in quotes. Where and these are the church people that no one wants to talk to. These are the people that are, uh, you know, outside of like concerts and WWE events and all that. Everyone's going yes. to hell and all this stuff. These those those are those people. They're different people than I would say me and you. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, a church building to me isn't as sacred as like because I was about to ask you the same thing. Um, in Persona 4, there's actually a secret boss that's, if you get, like, the ultimate ending, it's one of the mm-hmm. final bosses. And it definitely, it doesn't say it's Jesus, but it definitely looks Jesus-like. And I really had a conflict, a confliction at that point where I was like, I don't know if I can play this. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, I don't know if the story... Like when I was playing it, I was like, I don't know if this story is portraying something that I want to participate in personally. And I, so I ended up looking up spoilers. Like I was trying to understand what it was. And it, it made more sense to me. And I did get through it and I finished the game. It's still one of my favorite games ever that I played. Of course, it's on the Vita. So it's got to <laughs> be up there. But 
you know, I was going to ask you if there's any games that mess with religion or make fun of religion or if there's that like or even even not even games but like movies and tv shows where you just like that crosses a line that i'm not comfortable with so there um so speaking about the kingsman real quick i at that mm-hmm. church scene i didn't see it as a religious thing because it's so the way that they do they do the camera and the choreography of it so mm-hmm. when it gets the action kicks in it takes me out of the religious nature because now mm-hmm. it's just like this bloody scene that's happening in this church and it's very choreographed well so yeah it becomes more of an art than it is the religious aspect to it um mm-hmm. one of the one game is definitely breath of fire three because mm-hmm. you know they're talking about this god and everything and you kind of find out that the god in this world this religion is kind of uh this female serpent and you are a dragon beating god <laughs> you know and everything mm-hmm. uh even final fantasy 10 you know yep. the way that they are true to religion it's just like you know in in jrpgs religion it seems that there is something great about it, but there are actually something evil behind it. Uh, Iconoclast mm-hmm. does this too, where everybody, where there's uh, all of these rules and these, this, you know, the certain God that everybody is trying to, you know, trying to like serve and everything. Um, but mm-hmm. she has these, uh, these lieutenants and stuff that have supernatural powers. And their punishment uh, to you is that you're going to die. They have every right to kill you mm-hmm. if they want to. Mm-hmm. But it's not, but it's just like, wow, how do you take a religious nature um, or a story behind it and put it in a video game? You know, um, there was the there's the one show that's on Netflix. Uh uh, and I cannot think of it. That kind of deals with religion, with the guy who killed this girl in a drunk driving situation. And then he moves to this island. Oh, Black Mass. Black, yeah, Black Mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and or Midnight Mass. Midnight. Midnight. Mass. Yeah, Midnight, Midnight Mass. Mass. Yeah. And you know, you start seeing the uh, the things that's happened on how mm-hmm. this priest actually came back, and it delves into that he was messing with a certain. A certain supernatural, I should say, because I want people to yeah. go see it, and it's just yeah, like oh. people should watch it. Uh, we won't spoil it here, but people should <laughs> yeah. watch it. It's very uh, interesting. Yeah. And and I could tell you this because I love Jesse Douglas. Uh, I went to go uh, visit him, and we watched the first two episodes late at night. And I was like, "I oh, well, I'm mm-hmm. about to go." And Jesse's just like, "Man, you should really stay. This third one really gets good." I was just like. Well, I do got time, so I sat back down and I got into it. I was just like, I need to see one more episode. Like, <laughs> did you watch the fourth episode too? <laughs> we, we, I no, we didn't get to the fourth episode. I was just like, okay, I gotta go home because I we could have binged that whole thing. I knew I had to drive home. Mm-hmm. It was a two hour drive, but it was so fun watching it with them because to think about it, we had this religious discussion, and I think that's. I think that was kind of the great thing about that show, um, about it. And morally watching it is it's kind of like when TV shows or even games 
have some connection to religion is always the Catholic faith. Even uh, with the witch, that's a movie. Yeah. You know uh, that that it this family is you know they're Christians or you know they're religious in some form. Uh, but like later on, things starts happening. Like the devil starts playing with their mind and everything. Yeah. And it always feels that when religion is like the plot point you know something isn't right yeah Yeah. so it you know does that that ever annoy you at all actually it doesn't ignore annoy me i think it's 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 that interpretation of what they do with this kind of fake religion that sometimes they build up um they try to bring some similarities of what we know with the bible into their world but change it up for a few because it's just like how can you get offended by some religious stuff when you make moral choices but you don't feel nothing when it's god of war you know you don't feel right. nothing when it's bayonetta or even uh, devil may cry like you don't feel nothing where you're playing these characters who have this mythical connection to religion you know mm-hmm. it's always the zaniness or something that's over the top or something that's so artistically you know that you're seeing that that all gets drowned out you know yeah you know is um is there anything like let's say not even like church related but is there anything like morally that's part of the game that makes you not want to play it or maybe not play it as much actually no um back on optional opinion uh and you guys should check this out because i had a good discussion about it call of duty modern warfare 2 when they did the airport uh level yeah no russian no Russia. That was a big controversy, and me and my good friend Kyle Deuce, um, we literally talked about that level. You know, mm-hmm. I I titled it uh, iconic level because it was something that uh, it was a terrorist attack that was happening in this airport, and you really don't have to shoot anybody, but it's very optional, you know. And then you know it became a big news story, and I kind of looked at it, and I was just like, well. You know, I understand what they're trying to go for. I understand people are are getting offended and stuff, but I'm just like, this is a fictional thing. I'm going to get through this level and probably forget it by the time I get to the end of the game. Like, yeah. I I need something that if it's going to feel like it's very offensive, it's got to do enough. Because the thing about it is, if I was going to be offense uh, offended or anything, I wouldn't play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Right. You know, with right. a black cat. Well, and and that that's kind of the crazy thing to me is that I've I have this weird connection where um in games like Grand Theft Auto, for example. Now, mm-hmm. I know you don't like Grand Theft Auto. I'm also not a fan of Grand Theft Auto. But when I play the story and I'm a different character, I actually like the stuff that I'm doing doesn't really bother me because I know it's not me. It's right. like a, character who's going through this story and maybe i make some moral choices for him but ultimately they're in this situation and how would i best handle the situation with modern warfare 2 it's like this guy is in war he's undercover if he he's so he's in so deep and he's so committed to the mission that this is like this, this is part of it and Unfortunately, the game gives you kind of a choice whether you want to shoot him or not. But in real, like if that happened in real life, like if you were undercover, like if you didn't shoot, someone's gonna notice. You would think, like, hey, you didn't shoot your gun. Are you with us or not? Kind of a thing. 
So that's how I got with the Modern Warfare 2. However, on Grand Theft, going back to Grand Theft Auto, when I do like the online stuff, I can't get into it because it's me. Like the character mm-hmm. is your character. And I'm like, I don't want to do any of this stuff. I don't want to go like murder prostitutes or, you know, like drive over. Like I don't enjoy the game at all online. And honestly, anytime I play online, um, it's like I'll play like racing and stuff. It's not like I won't do it because of moral reasons, but I just don't enjoy it. Like I can't get into it because it's my character. It's not something that I would want myself to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Whereas like Fallout, I'm. I, depending on how you play, I make it my own character, so I try to base my choices on how I would want to treat people. Uh, for like Fallout 4, for example, um, there's the railroad who treat the synths like normal people, almost yeah. to a fault. They almost do it to a fault. But honestly, that's how I saw the synths as like real people almost. Like I had connections with like Nick Valentine and all that stuff. So it like made sense for me to go that way instead of like kill all the sense. I'm like, I don't really want to kill them. Like, I don't really, you know, I don't hate them. Like, you know, the brotherhood of steel and all that stuff. So right. That there's, I was wondering if there's any games that like, so it kind of take you in and out of it. So the thing about it is kind of mafia three is a really good example mm-hmm. because of course it's play, taking place in the 60s and 70s you know mm-hmm. you get betrayed by this white man you playing as this black character and you go out on this revenge now i think when the when the gameplay because it's the fact and stuff is for the monotone i kind of don't care about the narrative i'm just like okay you got to change something up and make me really feel something because because uh, mm-hmm. other than that it's just that it becomes more paint by the numbers. You're just doing stuff to mm-hmm. push this along, but it's just like this doesn't do anything for me. You know? Can I, can I ask that, did you finish that game? Yeah, I did finish my field three. You yes. did finish it? Yes. Okay. I, I, I actually didn't finish it just because it was for that same reason where I, I was like, all right, I'm doing the same thing over and over again, and I'm kind of over it. And like, even though I was kind of interested in the story, there was so much extra stuff which we'll right. talk about in another episode that we're going to do of too much extra stuff being put in <laughs> games where I don't care about it anymore. I don't, I've lost the, I've lost the point of the story. Yeah. I think one of them is definitely, I think what grabbed my attention and this is not with connection to rare Redemption too. That's a whole different story. Um, when you finally got a, when I, I think when I finally got a chance to be like, Oh, there's a game that deals with the clan and I could kill them. Mm-hmm. That 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 becomes more of a marketing thing to me, but it's kind of exciting because it's just like you finally, as a black character, get to feel like you're having justice because you're mm-hmm. killing these kind of uh, uh, fictional people in this game. Not saying this real life thing, but it's just like I get to take down some racist people, and mm-hmm. I think I think. I think when it comes to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, it's just like you kind of think about it, just like you know, a bunch of white people or or I won't say minorities, a, a bunch of uh, Caucasians, in my opinion, designed this game. Even they knew what the gang, learning the gang culture, writing the N word, and saying all of this stuff, and then you see Mafia Three, 
And it's kind of like the head director, he was black. And, you know, they explained to, like, we all came together from different backgrounds to make this story. And we're kind of, um, like, even though it's fictional, it's something kind of relatable of things that was going during that time. And I feel like, for me, morally, that has more of a good connection than San Andreas does, in a sense. Because it's just like... San Andreas is full of tropes because they're looking at movies and trying to do it. Where I feel like Mafia 3, it presents something more, uh, it just presents something more connective, something that's feel like based in real life. And it, pres- it provides more sympathy. You know, it's not nothing mm. just to sell anything. You know, it's, it, it, there's something about it that just speaks more than San Andreas does. Now, you can love both games. You can hate both games. You could go by the numbers all you want to. But I'm like, that's kind of what religion, in a sense, does. It's just like, you sometimes want things as a gamer to kind of like where you can ex- where you can put your religion, religious beliefs somewhat in play and hopefully there's something to get reward. Or you could be like, okay, even though I have this religious belief, this video game actually lets me play the other side. I I, I want to go in and be evil. Because I feel like it's not going to do anything for me, you know, in my relationship. Right. It's going to be like, what do I get out of this if I'm evil? If I go right. to the other side, you know... Mm-hmm. I get to view how, you know, I have this one side, but I get to view this other side and everything. Yeah, it it is still fun to kind of like play the bad guy. I mean, I definitely have done a Paragon run on Mass Effect as well. Like I Mm -hmm. definitely wanted to do um, Infamous, of course. I did like I did the evil version of Infamous because a, I wanted the trophies, but B, I wanted to see like you know how how it changes things, and um, you know it's it's like a, an infamous Second Son. You know, there's like these protesters who are protesting you, and it's kind of weird because even though they're against you, you're only a bad guy if you react to them. Yes, but if you forgive them and let them go, you're the good guy. And like that to me was like that was like part of me that like spoke to my beliefs is forgiveness is the better way. You know, like forgiveness is like those people are going to hate you. And if they could do something to you, they probably would kill you. They want you dead. They don't want you around. But it's better to show kindness than to react and and, and destroy them, you know, you know, stuff like that. But then if you play something like Hitman 3 all of that is in the garbage can because oh, yeah. you're if you're an assassin who's 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 designed to kill. Yes. And you know of course you're not going to be like oh I need to play Bible Avengers. No one is going to be playing Bible Avengers. The way that Bible go and listen to a podcast on the way that Bible Avengers happened and it's the most ironic and funniest thing that happened for a Christian group to get this game done. They had to actually do something sinful to get it made yeah and that and that, and that kind of sucks that kind of sucks i i really wish that if we if boss rush ever explodes and we're all billionaires i would love to make a biblically accurate 
game, you know, or close to biblically accurate game. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, um, for example, I think an awesome game would be Samson. I mean, he literally takes the jawbone of an ass and just kills people. You know, <laughs> just like like that sounds like some God of War Kratos stuff where he right. just rips the donkey's jaw off and just beats a bunch of people, you know, or, and, and like all those judges stories. There's so many like crazy video game like stuff in those stories that could be done, but I can, it won't sell. I can actually tell you if they did a walking simulator of Job. Job. Oh man, that's, that'd be crazy. You already know that. Losing, the, losing your, talk, oh, we oh. would we would be doing this day one, and this oh. is another good game idea because losing your family and then getting diseases, all your houses burned down, all your crop, everything burns down. Everyone tells you to hate God, and yet you still just keep on walking. You still just keep on walking, and that, your wife turns against you. Everyone turns against you crazy it would be a great walking simulator great walking simulator like we need to I make would, this ed <laughs> i i i would probably have to get the whole or i have to do a, like almost a five part talk the walk because mm-hmm. i would just be like everybody on boss rush we need to play this game and we need to have multiple discussions yeah. because the thing I, i'm like i don't care what your background is I am interested to see someone take Joe, make that a walking simulator, and we just have a hour, two hour, hour and a half. Everybody got their snacks and drink, and and just speaking <laughs> about, yeah, from a religious perspective and a non-religious perspective on what you think about this journey, mm-hmm. whether you whether you read it in the Bible. Or read it, or you haven't read it in the Bible. I think Joe will probably be like, I would spend fifteen to twenty dollars just to see that. Yeah, I just would. I I would I would uh I would what do you call it um you know kickstart it. I would totally I would totally be down. Give me the collector's edition. Make that soundtrack. <laughs> make that soundtrack Ooh. amazing. Ooh. I I mean okay. I would be all for it. All who, for it. Who does the soundtrack? Do we? go like israel like do we go uh, like like a christian group or do we just be like because i mm-hmm. man now thinking about it see everybody i'm gonna tell you about like special pass well, well actually me and cory me and cory had talked about taking metroid and uh turning there's a game called hell divers and what if oh hell divers is awesome we spit two hours we did a two-part discussion <laughs> of turning metroid into almost a similar hell divers we didn't mean to we literally talked about it and when we got done we were just like we have a episode like it's a yeah. really good i have to find it in the post that one too it was a really good episode so to see joe <laughs> get to that i used to call it job but i they didn't teach us in Sunday school with the oh. name. <laughs> so, uh, but see, literally, Joe be turned into a to be turned into a walking simulator. I think it's, the information is there, and you could you don't even have to do the talking King James. You could just do it in standard talking everything, and mm-hmm. it would like graphically or uh, not graphically, whatever you wanted it to be. I could just see that game happening and we at boss rush or any any podcast i think whether it's good or not i'd like i'd be like this is something that we all could talk about and i would even say this it doesn't even have to be 
biblical times. You yes. could take that story and make it into a modern time story. And but uh, me personally, I would like to see it, but still have that message of he never lost his faith. Because I think that's yes. the most important part of Job is just all that stuff he went through. He never turned. He he almost broke. He wanted to, but he's like, I know. You have to be doing something. You have to be doing something. And he was rewarded. He was well rewarded for it. So, um, and it cost him everything, you know. Right. And I and think I, that makes a beautiful story. And I think that's why when there is gangs that do that, that they never give up. And, and at the end, even if they make they make the sacrifice of sacrificing themselves to make the world better or something like that they will do i mean that is just a good thing a good example of faith you know it, i'm so glad that you said that <laughs> this is a good discussion and, and, oh, and yeah. i know i know that we have to continue on but you know we got to bring this one to a close i think we, we're gonna have to come revisit this one i think yeah. this is a good one we're gonna revisit because now having a discussion about faith that that will be a good ex uh, expression pass later on in the future. I, I I'm excited. We got to we got we got to talk about this joke. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm literally excited. But uh, everybody, that has been expression pass. Uh, Austin, where can we find you at? You can find me at placed Austin on Twitter and Instagram. You can catch me on Crossroads, a PlayStation podcast. Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash exodus803 at 8, 7 central. Sometimes we start at 7.30, though. Sometimes. <laughs> Just depends. <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can check out Nintendo Power Block on Mondays live on Twitch, and you can also check us out on uh, Wednesdays on YouTube and on Anchor FM. Um, and everybody, yeah. if you don't know oh, that we do uh, have... Oh, go ahead. When does this episode come out when is this episode? it's good it's going to be in the future uh, the, yes. well i'll just say that we might have more of these discussions on my show if yes. uh, you don't mind me plugging it in real yes, quick go ahead and plug. if you listen to this episode and you like this discussion me and ed have already been talking about this we're going to have more of these kind of talks on, on my show uh scrambled rambles on spotify scrambled rambles so please check that out Hopefully by the time this episode's out, you'll probably have an episode with Ed on there too. So we're gonna yes. we'll have to do this. But and that one might go for two hours. Who knows? We might go forever on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh yes. But also everybody check us out on boshrush.net, uh, uh, where you can also join our Patreon uh to support us. Um you'll get bonus content early in events, and there's other extra things that you can find. So you can the select which tier that you want to support us with. And uh we'll be talking more about that later. Uh because there's gonna probably be more stuff added on to it um but by the time you guys watch this hopefully you do enjoy it hopefully you check out our past expression passes and all our other po podcasts like arsenal x the like i said uh talk the walk um and more that we have on there our 1v1 and, and everything with that everybody we will see you next time on expression pass bye everybody hey everyone <laughs> <laughs>